Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! I start with really two teams. First off, I guess I should get to the big picture. You know, the idea that the NFL concerns themselves with concussions, that went out the window there on Sunday afternoon with Tua, who basically said he had a back injury. I mean, Tua was freaking staggered. And that was, you know, that was Sonny Liston after Ali or Cassius Clay, uh, not getting off the uh, off the stool or what happened in Lewiston, Maine. I mean, my goodness gracious, in the rematch. What a joke. I mean, Tua. Tua banged around. He was dazed as you can be. You know where he was. He was Butterfly City. And then all of a sudden he goes back there. And he went down the field. And I think it was the touchdown drive in which he made the big plays. I mean, that's a joke. The NFL wants to concern themselves with freaking concussions. And they're worried about CTE and all that nonsense. And here's a guy that was concussed was knocked silly, and he's back out in the field in 10 seconds. Hey, I'm ready to go. I mean, jeez. I mean, I was, was this, 1963 and the Packers in the beds? I mean, that's a little a little rough. Uh, regardless of that, I didn't want to start there, but I wanted to have some fun. The NFL, you know, all wrapped up with their quote-unquote historical night at Amazon with the Charger Chief game, one of the great history nights in the history of television with the National Football League, the great internal Roger Goodell memo. I'd like to see what Roger's memo was after he saw uh, uh, Tua uh, going to the wrong locker room, not be able to count how many fingers were in the air, and not realize if he was in Miami or Tuscaloosa. I mean, my goodness, great. But he's playing. I mean, and then the NFL tells me they're concerned about concussions. That looks bad. Let's be fair. Let's have some... It's not funny, but it looks bad. And even the Players Association, all they care about is the uh, is the cut of the pie. Even the Players Association, I'm not getting any football guys on anyway. What does it make? Goodell's not coming on. Even on a farewell show, he's out. Uh, but even, but man, I don't think, you know what? I don't even think on a farewell goodbye would Raj say hello. But to make a long story short, that was bad. You got to admit, that one looked bad. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else you have to admit on, and I figured, I'll throw this out there right out of the gate. I don't look the smartest guy in the world either because I'm the one who's screaming and yelling about uh, uh, about Lamar Jackson on a week-to-week basis, and then I bet him on a Sunday afternoon. He plays great. And I've been killing Hurts for about 30 years, and all Hurts does is, you know, throw 9 million touchdown passes, use his legs, and they have, and now they're playing lousy teams, and Washington stinks. But Hurts has been tremendous the first three games, and I'm the one, of course, who told us through Phil Sims uh, about four or five years ago that Carson Wentz was going to win six Super Bowls. That uh, doesn't look too good right now. And that was a Phil thing. I stole it from Phil. I promoted it, but that was Sims. Oh, he loved Carson Wentz. Oh, my God. Oh, he called him John Wayne. He loved him. Uh, Phil, and I bought in like an idiot. And now nobody knows who Phil is, but they know who I am. So as a result, I get pounded left and right about Carson Wentz. My workout guy is ready, Chris. You still feel that strong, strongly about Wentz. But I do look bad with Lamar and Hurts, two quarterbacks who have played superbly here to start the year. And that gets us to the theme, and that is the Dolphins and the Eagles uh, with the year beginning here now three weeks in. I mean, the Dolphins have been more impressive than Philly only because of the caliber of the competition. You know, the Patriots are competitive. They won in Baltimore with a great fourth quarter, which is going to probably be the signature point of the year for them where you're going to go back, uh, you know, in December and think where their season could have gone one way or the other 
down 35-14 or, uh, and, you know, it, in trouble already with two uh, cat calls. They go out there and they have the four touchdown fourth quarter, beat the uh, Ravens and, uh, you know, don't miss a beat. And then, of course, they work their rear ends off and sort of, you know, out physical the Bills and have Kevin Dorsey throwing things in the press box after the game and they win that game. So Miami at 3-0 and and it doesn't get any easier for the Dolphins Thursday night in Cincinnati against Burrow and the Bengals. So let's give the Dolphins credit. Nobody saw it. Well, listen, you know, their number was about nine, nine and a half. So it's a bad division. Jets stink. The Patriots, you know, obviously Mac Jones, who knows on his injury, maybe Belichick will tell us before week 14 that he's out for the year, if that's the case. But I mean, those two teams, uh, not that great. I understand that. And so a lot of folks thought the Dolphins would be, you know, the second best team in the AFC East. And that's obviously going to probably happen. Uh, But I did not think they beat Buffalo's own them down in Miami and beating them left and right the last three, four years. So that game really surprised me. And I think it's stamped uh, Miami uh, as a legit team in 2022. I mean, I really do. I think it stamps them as a legit. You can't beat the Ravens and Bills in back-to-back weeks after beating New England being 3-0, not getting a uh, a bite yet of the Jets uh, with their two games. And, you know, get through this week against Cincinnati. I mean, if you told them before the year began, 3-1 and one after 4, with a hard schedule. That is a very hard schedule to start the year. New England, Baltimore, Buffalo, and the Bengals. That is not easy. And if you would have told me or told anybody, Mike McDaniel, uh, you know, that he's he's strange. But anyway, Mike McDaniel or anybody else, that they'd be 3-1 and one after four games, you would have really? That's a hell of a start with a tough schedule, and that's the minimum they're going to be. Now, we'll see what they do with Tua. You know, theoretically, he should not play this week because it's a short week. I mean, it was embarrassing the NFL last week. Boy, if I was Goodell and I got people yelling and screaming that I don't care about CTE and you know, all the situations that ail football players and all I care about is historic nights on Amazon. Uh, I am uh, in the office this morning and the memo that I'm sending out on this 26th day of September has got a lot of bad language in it. Uh, it's It doesn't have the word historical. I can promise you that. Uh, I would be annoyed because the league looks bad. I mean, you can't have, I, I mean, does anybody care? No. Do any of the fans care? No. Does any of the highlight guys show it to you? No. Does Tarico care? No. Does Collins Worth care? No. Does Aikman buck any of them? They, nobody cares. I mean, it's just football. As long as they we throw the gladiators into the ring for our entertainment, that's all we care about. Me included. I'm not interested. You know, fine, let him play. Anyway, he wants to go out there and have smashed brains. That's his business. But the NFL should care. And the fact that he was out there, it was a bad way uh, for the National Football League. So we give the Eagles, we give the uh, Dolphins tremendous credit uh, winning their first three. They obviously are a legit team. And the Eagles do. That's number two. Now, the Eagles have played lousy opponents. The Lions, you know, better, but always, uh, you know, bite themselves in the ass when his biting's good. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Washington stinks, Minnesota on the road, and, you know, or at home, Minnesota playing them when they're on the road. Uh, three great wins by the Eagles. They haven't sweat in the last two weeks at all. Hurts is playing great. Devontae Smith was superb. Here's this thing again by, by Tua. I'm watching it again. He don't know where the hell he is. Oh, I mean, he is Jack Dem. You know what he is? He's Gene Tunney, 1927. Long count Soldier Field. I mean, my God almighty, he don't know. 
He's being held up by his guys, and it took 20 minutes, but the trainers came out. It took them 20 minutes. They dropped a cup of coffee. Oh, this will be certain. Let me go take a look. And they run out there, and then they take him off the field. I mean, that was a terrible, terrible look for the National Football League. I mean, that is as bad as the Ram quarterback a long time ago when they put him back in. I forget who it was, uh, who got banged around in the game. You remember that? The St. Louis Ram player. But that looked terrible in the NFL. Anyway, the Eagles are good. I mean, that's the bottom line about Philadelphia. They got big weapons. They can run the ball. Hurts. I always wondered if this was the real deal for him. Maybe it is. You know, maybe he has found the Holy Grail after bouncing around in Alabama, being supplemented by Tua, being benched, uh, you know, not getting down on himself, having that great comeback against Georgia in the SEC championship game when Tua got hurt, going to Oklahoma, having a good year with Lincoln Riley, being a second-round pick, everybody raising their eyebrow. What? What's Harry Rose been doing? He goes into to, um, you know, Philadelphia, and in uh, the first couple years, he had some good, he had some bad. The bad was the big game last year at Tampa. Troy Aikman said this is the worst offense I've seen in 100 years. They were embarrassing against the Bucks offensively. They had no clue what they were doing, but uh, whatever he did in the offseason, I got to see more. I don't want to go too crazy. I'd still like to see a little bit more, but I tell you, he has played wonderful football, and he even got a playoff at the end of the half yesterday at 17-0 where they could have kicked the field goal, make it 20 and they threw the ball in the end zone and not Devontae Smith who I loved coming out of college made a great catch but with A.J. Brown Goddard's a good tight end Smith's an excellent receiver good offensive line Sanders is a good back Hurts can run pretty good defensive front and in a division with the Commanders the Cowboys and the Giants that's Daniel Jones Cooper Rush and Carson Wentz I mean they got a chance to uh, really have a big year in the NFC a big year Dolphins and Eagles are where we begin on a busy afternoon on this Monday show. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.